With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus. Bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Sing it. Sing it, everybody. Yes. We are live. We are back. It is just after 6 p.m. Eastern time. And UFC Vegas 23 has come to an end. Marvin Vittori with a dominant decision win over Kevin Holland. And we're going to talk all about that. We're going to talk about Arnold Allen's big win. We'll talk about Mackenzie Dern's big win and everything that happened on this card. Of course, Julian Marquez's big win, his finish, his wacky call out for the second consecutive time, Daniel Rodriguez, and so much more with all of you. So bring your questions, bring your thoughts, your reactions to the card, and we will address all of them right here. I am Mike Hack. We've got Jose Young's in the building, and we got EKC Lydon on the ones and the twos. And he's got that look on his face, and I think I know... Uh, I think I know why, Casey. So we will begin there. We will begin with the main event. I have to say, and, you know, some people on Twitter disagreed with me. I thought Kevin Holland had a really good start to this fight. He was using space to his advantage. He was landing the heavier shots. He outstruck Marvin Vittori in the first round. I actually thought Kevin Holland won the first round. But then I, I thought Vittori stole all the momentum down the stretch in the round, and then he just took over the fight from there. In the end, Vittori gets the win. 50-44 on all three judges' scorecards. You don't seem overly thrilled with uh, the Italian Dream's performance. Your thoughts on the main event? I mean, it was a W. That's what Marvin needed. I mean, a W is all that matters in the sport, but it's not all that matters, clearly. Um, no, I mean, this is main event, national TV. Marvin Vittori was going against a short-notice, undersized um, middleweight, and it was a fight. Um out, um, it was a fight. Um, he, he fought. He, he it looked like he, he you know he out he out wrestled a not so good 
welterweight that can't wrestle that well. I don't know. Um, not, uh, no, nothing, nothing in that 25 minutes did I ever, did I ever cross a mind going, did I ever cross a mind and say, you know what? Marvin should rematch Izzy. Definitely. No, it never crossed my mind. It was actually like that's so far out of my mind now. Now, yeah, it was it was a, it was a victory for Marvin. Congratulations to him, and thanks uh, Kevin Holland for saving the main event. Don't have very much else. I'll tell you, I thought I thought like in the second round, Vittoria had him mounted, almost had him in an arm triangle. He had him in big trouble. It was pro- I, I have to go and look at the scorecards, but that might have been the ten eight round on the judges' cards, but. Yeah, from there, it just kind of turned into a little more of an aggressive version of what Derek Brunson did a couple of weeks earlier. I mean, the, the, the big question. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. early on, I was like, man, I pretty much nailed this fight exactly how it was going to go. But yeah, it just it was kind of more Brunson-esque and less Vittori-esque. But listen, for a middleweight that size to put that kind of pressure and that kind of pace on is impressive. But if you're looking to get up there with Adesanya and get him to say your name and not say Darren Till's name, probably wasn't the performance he was looking for. He still thinks he deserves a title shot. But honestly, I, and I hate to do on to the next one stuff now, but I think you should fight Derek Brunson. I think that's the fight to make. Yeah. Uh, whatever, whatever, whoever Mar- Marvin fights next, it's not going to be for the title. That's all. No, it's not. It's not going to be a title. That's I me. Mean, I, I even kind of said it. It's like I've he, I've never seen someone get a W in a main event and actually kind of. He might even move backwards in the ranking somehow. I don't even know. But um, I mean, if if the winners tonight were um, basically uh, Darren Till and uh, Robert Whitaker and Kevin Gaslam, you know, <laughs> in the sense that those guys, I think, have a better chance of getting that next opportunity at the bell. I think, uh, yeah, unfortunately for, um, unfortunately for Marvin, yeah, it's, it's a W, and um, he's going to kind of just just tread water in the rankings wherever he's at right now. Yeah, he says he wants to fight Adesanya in October, so okay. I think he's probably going to have to take another <laughs> – I think he's probably going to have to get another win, maybe two, to get in that conversation at this the point. Brunson Listen, fight, the Brunson fight makes anything. sense, yeah, total, yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to, like, take anything away from Vittori because the guy went in there, short notice. He could have easily said no to this fight, and people would have been like, I get it, man. You go from Darren Till – to Kevin Holland, like Darren Till, there's a lot more on the line. There's a lot more at stake. You can gain a lot more from it. Yeah. Jose was, leaves. Yeah. The main event and was then, that bad. Jose was like, I'm out. <laughs> Even after it was yeah. done. Yeah. It beating Kevin Holland, like in the grand scheme of things, people love those numbers and the rankings. It doesn't do a whole lot for him, especially if he gets a decision win. So, Jose, you know, your thoughts on Vittori's performance and just the main event overall? It was a fight and marvin won and there's no arguing against it but like i you guys pretty much already all said it he's not gonna get a title yeah. shot the only way he's gonna get a title shot is if he fills in on the last minute and he's like the he you know like he volunteers he pulls a kevin holland <laughs> but that's about it because he didn't take a lot of damage in this fight so like but he also cuts a lot of weight so i don't know if he'd ever even be that fighter so i like the brunson fight i like the paulo costa fight uh i like either one of those fights because i know brunson has called out paulo costa uh but if Paulo's can't fight anytime soon, also Jared Cannonier is still hanging out there. I know he had he like had surgery and he got hurt or shattered his ulna bone or whatever. So if he comes back and they want to throw it because what is Cannonier still third, like three in the rankings? So like he's still top five. So 
Yeah, Marvin's not going to get a title shot, but I would I would not say no to any of the fights, those fights, or if they just rebook the Darren Till fight because there's a lot of heat there too between them. Uh, so yeah, fine with whatever. But yeah, you guys already said everything else. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what else? What else can we say? I mean, we we this is one of those made events we don't spend fifteen minutes on because <laughs> it was what it was. You know what I mean? And nothing well, really changed. Well, if anything, um, I mean, I was actually kind of um, I don't, not I'm disappointed is not the right word, but I was uh, surprised at how what a better what a much more dangerous striker Holland was than Vittoria. I kind of expected the I, I expected the stand up to be more even. Um, but you no, know, clearly, if if that fight went if if Holland was able to stuff the takedowns, I mean that's a big if and a very important if. But if he was able to, he would have won that fight. He would have not. He would have at least you no know, decisioned um, Vittori just based on his striking. But the gap in the wrestling was just so gi- ginormous that yeah, I mean that's about it. That's about that's about it. I was just I was just um, kind of let down on in terms of you no know, can marvin beat is the should marvin fight for the title um the fact that he was getting to, in my opinion pretty pieced up by a tired kevin holland that's not good you know in terms of you know his title aspirations i mean he might get better maybe it's just a bad night marvin looks super Doodles. marvin marvin looked, he looked like he had better cardio when he fought 25 minutes yeah. short notice against um hermans uh, was it no, was it Hermanson? Hermanson. Yeah, Hermanson. Yeah. 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 I think the only thing I would say to that is Vittoria was had was slated to fight Jacare, if I'm not mistaken, before he filled in the as week Hermanson. After. Now Hermanson and Jacare, they're both grappler, yeah. grappling based fighters. So it's not difficult to just you know, just focus on a different person. Till is a southpaw counter striker that you have to kind of bait in, and that is not Kevin Holland at all. He's gonna press forward. So Maybe just the last minute complete stylistic change and stance change of play to factor. Like he just wasn't – like his cardio was there, but it was a, like, you know, like when you train for a specific fighter, if you're going to fight Habib, you're going to just get your grappling on point and you're going to be good there with cardio. So maybe just the cardio wasn't there because that is not what he was training for. But I'm not going to try to make excuses because he won the fight at the end of the day. I'm not trying to make excuses for him. I'm kind of surprised. I mean, in 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 previous uh, main events, kind of lackluster main events. I'm not sure what maybe it was Alexander Rakic when uh, DC was kind of going hard in the paint that you need more than the W. You know, you gotta you know you gotta you gotta show Dane. You gotta show the fans. You know something. And um, I'm surprised they kind of they, they kind of didn't go you know heavy in the paint on that with uh, Marvin tonight because. Um, th- th- yeah, that's that's what these main events are for. These are showcases. You know you get. You know, if you if you know, Marvin can talk all he wants after the fight or before the fight in his interviews, but you still got to show up. And um, I don't know, it was, something was something was just not there tonight in that main event. Do we want to play the guess who wins a bonus game? Oh, that's easy. okay. Yeah, okay. Fight of the night. They're not out yet, so I figure. Okay, go ahead. Fight of the night is going to go to uh, where is it? oh McDessey and. How do you say that guy's name? <laughs> Ignacio, Ignacio. And since Ignacio didn't make weight, John McDessie should make 100K because that was a freaking fantastic fight. And I hope Ignacio actually goes up to 170 because he looks too big for 155. And um, Dern, performance of the night. And who gets out of the performance? Oh, the heavyweight dude. The heavyweight. Maybe Mar- or Marquez because he put a guy to sleep. 
Ah, no, no. Donho. Donho. That guy that knocked out DeCastro. That knockout was incredible. Yeah. But um, Gamrock could get it. Yeah. If they don't go fight of the night. I, 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 I hope McDessie gets the, the, full, the full fight of the night bonus. That's my guess. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll like throw Impa. I wonder if they'll throw Impa a bone. I mean, the dude got like posterized. Like he's gonna be in the on the receiving end of highlight reel knockout for the rest of his life. Like every UFC like promotional package ever will have Impa Kasang and I getting knocked out by Joaquin Buckley on it. And then he goes out there, drops a weight class, and puts away Sasha Palatnikov early in the second round to kick things off. I think you just throw him a bone anyways. Just give him one well, ever, after I mean, that. I mean, every fighter, should get, every fighter should be getting some sort of bonus for a finish. And um, But, uh, yeah, I th- but I thought, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but, uh, yeah, the Dern, the Dern submission was just, just great. Just super great. And, uh, Dude, she's 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 a problem. She's a big problem. I yeah, uh, we'll talk about yeah. Um, and uh, that knockout of DeCastro by the uh, Mountain Man, Man Mountain, what's his name? What, what was it? Man Mountain, Man Mountain. Oh my good good lord, what a perfect nickname. And he sounds like Man Mountain. Like, <laughs> how would you describe Man Mountain? Like, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he spoke, it was like a '90s pro wrestler, yeah, like a pro wrestling heel. Like thought, if you named a guy Man Mountain, that's what he would sound like. I, I don't even know the story. Like, he was out for like two years or or longer than that. Or I don't I, I don't I know nothing about him. I was like, who is that guy? And oh, he just murdered a man. He's getting paid for it. Yeah, that was a bad knock. That that was a scary knockout. No doubt about it. That was his. Wow, that was his first fight since UFC Fight Night '93 in September of 2016. What was the main event on that? Don't tell me. <laughs> oh, let's play that. You want to play this game? Okay, go for it. Fight Night 93? Fight Night 93. Mm. If you get if you get this, like ridic- this, this, this will be ridiculous. Did the you cra- look it up, Casey? Yeah, I looked at the crazy part. I was there. Actually, I, 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 I interviewed these guys. I didn't even remember. Yeah, I was I was at this event. This is first fight since UFC Fight Night ninety three or first win? First fight. That was first fight. MMA fighting covered it. Was it It's a very it's a very famous it's a very well known fight night. Was it in the US? No. No. Arlovsky Barnett? Nope. Yes what it was. It? Oh am I looking at the wrong one? Oh my god. Did you just say nope and then I'm right? <laughs> you are right. What a jet! I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, you know, the, oh, the draw right above it. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the one that he lost uh, right below it. <laughs> like I've seen the, the point is I've seen the man fight before. <laughs> it was too foreign. It was too foreign. Yeah. Yeah. I was against, I was against his first Alexander UFC Gust- fight. Sorry. Alexander Gustafson beat Jan Bohovic in the co-main event. Ryan Bader knocked out Alir Latifi. Yeah. Yeah, because I think UFC Fight Night 100 was Bader and Lil Nog. And I think that was Bader's last UFC fight. Jack Hermanson was on the uh, the early prelims and got yep. a win over Scott Askham. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was Hamburg. Early morning fight. That, the, that was one of those cards that just dragged forever. 
No, I was gonna say his, uh, Man Mountain's first fight was on the Silver Bisbing card in um, in uh, Man- Man- London. Yeah, O2 Arena. Another early yeah. card. Well, what are the peeps saying right now? We'll talk about. All, I'm sure we're gonna talk about all this stuff anyways. But as we wait, the uh, the bonuses to be announced. All right, let me hold on one moment. The, let's see if the peeps have any any energy to bring us. Hmm. What we got here? Arnold Allen and Sadiq Youssef was a great fight. It was like everything yeah. I hoped for. Good stuff. Arnold Allen's a problem. Yeah, I did like Arnold. Um, coming into the fight, I, I was high, I was definitely much higher on, on Allen than Youssef, and um, Allen didn't like blow me away, but. Um, it was a very good performance. It was, it was a good fight and a good performance from Allen, for sure. We're this close to crowning an NBA champ. And with the action heating up on the court, it's even hotter at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet, up to 1500 bucks if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in New York call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas 21 and over age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario one no sweat bet per new customer issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yusuf's ability to recover is super impressive because he got clipped. Oh, yeah. At least oh, for sure. twice real bad. Um, Mackenzie Dern just beat top five competition in Nina Nunez. Do you think she's ready for contenders like Carlos Barza and Jan Janan? I will tell you what. I was talking about – I was talking to AK privately on our Slack channel, and then I talked to Damon Martin about this as well. I, j- I wanted Mackenzie Dern to call Ioana and Jacek right in that moment. Like, just be like – you don't have to say that, say like, you know, you stole everything that I've worked for. I want to fight your ass. Like none of that. Just be like, you know what? Joanna's not busy. I'll fight her. That's who I want. Like all due respect. I want to fight Joanna. She probably would get that fight. 
Like she'd probably get a fight of that level. But now that she didn't do that, I don't think she's going to get a, I don't think she's going to get a fight that high. I think she'll get a good one. I think she's going to get a really tough test, but I think if she said somebody's name, she probably would have got it after a performance like that. But what do you think? I don't think it even mattered. I think Dern is so is such a high priority for the matchmakers and and matchmaking her correctly to get her a legitimate title shot um, sometime soon. Um, I think she's fine. Did, did she call anyone out or was it one of those? Oh, whatever Joe Silva says. <laughs> she said, I'll fight. I'll fight anybody in the top 10, but I would prefer hope, more, hopefully in the top five. Yeah. Now she's going to fight Marina Rodriguez. No, UFC won't do that. I mean, that fight rules, but it's not. It's a happen. good fight. UFC won't do that. You don't uh, think so? Why? Because they love. They just matched Rodriguez up with Amanda Hivas. Why would they not put her up with Dern? Wasn't that a short notice fight though? Like that wasn't the original matchmaking they had. Well, he was supposed to fight Esparza. Then it was yeah. she was going to fight Waterson. And Watterson got it. It was like yeah. four. It was probably like a month. Yeah, it wasn't so like I don't think they, in a week. I don't think they. Yeah, I just don't think they wanted what boss to fight marina it just kind of fell into their lap because it was the last minute kind yeah. of thing and so like they did they wanted amanda to beat carla for sure i think if by by doing by if, if the ufc books dern versus joanna um being that that will without a doubt you know give dern a legitimate you know contender contendership at the, the for the, the, the fight for the title next um if I mean, heck, I mean, just by rankings, by, if you go by the UFC rankings, what Dern did tonight, she's justifi- just, justifiably can get a title shot. So who knows? I don't, I, I don't, think, I don't think they will. I don't, I don't think Dern should do that. But um, if, sh- if she's willing to fight on a certain date for a certain amount of money and, you know, Joanna or whoever else, you know, isn't ready, then I don't see why not. Man, but Dern looked freaking amazing. What a just, just, just great matchmaking. Just great matchmaking by the UFC to have Dern face someone that's been out of the cage for two years. Oh, did we freeze? Oh. You did. Now we're back. Okay. I think we're back. We're yeah. We have bonuses. Not only Alfred's not even not only out for two years, pushed a human being out of her body. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, come on. All right, what are the bonuses? Hit me. All right. Performance of the night. Mackenzie Dern. Mm-hmm. Mateusz Gamrot. Camera. That's man. it. Fight of the night. There's only two bu- performance bonuses. Yeah, there's always been two. Just, just, right. Yeah, and it's just two performance bonuses. Fight of the night. Sam Alvey versus Julian Marquez. What? <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> God dang it! What the heck? Dude, that was like one of the best striking. Ah, oh, god damn, god. <laughs> that, that, that was listen. It was a fight. That was sure. <laughs> Jed Mashu just tweeted, "Look at your boy, call it." Yep, Fucking shit. nailed it. That was it. I mean, that was a scrap. But yeah, I thought McDessie uh, Bahamandes is better. Yeah, and ugh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> just a disappointing night. Yeah, yeah. Just a, yeah, just a, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go with that one. Wow. Gamrot, right. though. There you go. Coming in hot. Pulling the Marlon Marais out and just getting this violent win to rebound. Yep. Uh, he looked good. 
You look really he, looks great. His striking's got his striking's getting so much better. Gamrot? Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, that, that, I yeah. can't wait for I can't wait for like him to get like these high level uh lightweights. Cause I when he was in KSW, I wanted him like they should have signed him way earlier than they did. I was like fantasy match making him in the UFC for too long. And now we can finally get some of these fights. What's what's one of them? I really wanted him to fight um when Gillespie was on the rise and he was on the rise, I was like, make that happen. I really wanted Gamrot to fight Kevin Lee for a bit uh, just because that would just be a, a scrap. Um, Oliveira was one for a long time. Obviously, he's not going to get Oliveira. Uh, Felder would be awesome. That's not going to happen. Um, there's, a, there's like a million fights. Like I remember when – because I wanted – when Gaethje – because for a while, it was like when Gaethje joins the lightweight division – and then Gamrod joins, and then Chandler joins. They had re- literally taken the three lightweight champions that I was like, I need these three to just fight each other. But obviously, Gamrod was such on a such smaller level in terms of eyeballs and like rankings. But I still want to see those fights down the road for sure. Yeah, he looked good. Very exciting. Let's see. What was that question, Casey? What is next for Arnold Allen? Personally, I think he should face Josh Emmett or the loser of Zombie Ige. I will, I will, uh, I will cross Josh Emmett off this list because yeah. I spoke with Josh maybe about a month ago, three weeks ago, and his recovery is taking a lot longer than he had hoped. He's had some setbacks, so he said basically perfect world. He fights in December. So just judging by just history and how he sounded and how he was explaining things i'll be surprised if he fights in 2021 so i would say emmett is is out of this conversation zombie Ige, perhaps who knows but uh what would you like to see next for arnold allen jose uh i do like the loser of uh or the winner i don't care of uh the zombie Ige fight because like that's a fun fight the only problem like Though the pro, like, it sucks that Allen kind of got stuck during this pandemic. Like he wasn't able to fight because he was stuck in the UK, and a lot of his fights fell out. So it's not his fault he was inactive. But they just said it. He has the longest win streak in the division. Like throw him against Zabit. Like if Zabit just wants to come back, why not make that fight happen? Like I doesn't make sense ranking wise. No, but I think Arnold Allen deserves a massive name at this point. So either of those three, Ige, Zombie, Zabit, Cater. I'm not gonna say no to. Arnold Allen and Calvin Cater, if Calvin Cater wants to return, because I think Calvin's the uh, lowest ranked fighter that is closest to Arnold in the ranking wise. So, like, they might be right there. So, wouldn't hate that either. And, uh, yeah, any of those. Like, lightweight rules, obviously, or featherweight rules, obviously. So, uh, fill in the blank against Arnold Allen in the top 15, and I'll watch it. So, you don't think there's any chance Allen fights anyone behind him? Like, his, his next fight has to he be might, someone in front of him? He might have to. Uh, but like Calvin is in front of him, and if Calvin wants to return, can return anytime soon, and he's healthy, that fight makes sense because Calvin probably wants to come back and get a guy on a hot streak too. He doesn't want to just get like fight someone so lower than him. So, but he might like I would get, but like I wouldn't say no to Arnold Allen and Edson Barboza. And Edson Barboza is going to be ranked lower than him. But who's Barboza fighting next? Uh, Burgos. Burgos. So, like, the winner of that, too, like, I don't care. He might have to fight someone ranks lower than him. That's just unfortunate, but it is what it is. What's going on with Bryce Mitchell? Didn't he have sur- Wasn't he hurt or had surgery or something? 
I know he like he hurt his hand or his arm or something in the Feely fight. Okay. Trying to I mean, prove that, that, that I find someone a little behind him. Um, yeah, but I, mean, I think I, I think getting a win over a guy like Yusuf puts him ahead of Bryce. But like, I mean, he is ahead of Bryce. I'd say he's like two. He's like two wins ahead of Bryce Mitchell right now, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I agree. In a division this tight. Like I think the I think he would take the if Barboza beats Burgos I think he'd be happy to take Barboza he would yeah, fight Barboza. but would Barboza be happy to take Allen though that's the thing I think he would hell yeah he, he would because he would be ranked Allen's a top ten guy he would be ranked higher than Barboza so uh, Barboza would be fighting up all right exactly I also selfishly have been calling for ever since they fought on the same card I want Barboza to fight Giga Chikadze really bad. So I'm, I don't want that fight taken away from me. <laughs> that fight is my new zombie Brian Ortega fight. I'm going to speak that into existence. We're going to get it four years late. <laughs> I was just going to say, we'll get it in 2025. 100%. So mark that. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. But Arnold Allen is, is in a good position. I'm with you, Jose. Give him Zabit. Zabit's been gone for a while. We're, we're, we're slowly getting to two years now. I think that's... That's a good test, you know. Give him. Zabit makes the most ahead. sense. Zabit makes makes the mo- most sense with the with his um him being out for so long. That's that, that's the one that makes the most sense. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, he played that. I was gonna call somebody in the top five out, but I didn't feel like my performance was good enough for it. Like, just say it. Just say it. Zabit, let's you, go. See, Arnold Allen needs that that. That, that confidence that Marvin Vittori has. Marvin Vittori just <laughs> fought 25 minutes on national TV in a fight that, you know, for the last 15 minutes, we were all looking down on our phone, looking up, looking down, you know? And, <laughs> and he still comes out like, where are you at, Izzy? And I'm like, I admire that man's confidence. <laughs> so that's what, that's what Arnold Allen needs. <laughs> he walked out, like, he walked out and, and Dominic Cruz like, no, this guy... He legitimately thinks he's the champion. Like he legitimately thinks yeah. he's the middleweight champion right Where's now. Where's the belt? You can yeah, see yeah. it in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't teach that kind of confidence. You just yeah, can't. That's... You either have it or you don't. He's he's got it. I uh, like Marvin Vittori. He wasn't that angry. He was angry after once he got kicked in the in the ding ding. I thought he was gonna turn green and start. <laughs> I, I thought he was gonna start tearing the cage apart, but. Very oh, composed in so there. So can we can we throw away the 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 myth or whatever that Kevin Holland had a mental breakdown during Brunson now that he was talking? I mean, I didn't believe that crap anyway. But I mean, he didn't talk almost at all. And I was like, I was like, come on, Kevin. Like when you're losing the fight, that is the best time to talk crap. I love that. It's like, but he kind of you know kept to himself for the most part. And I was like, ah, eh, come on, Kevin. He picked his spots in the fight. He picked his spots like when they were grappling against the cage, like Holland was talking about, talking to him a little bit. It came out at, at different points, but Ooh, I don't know. Well, what happened? Oh, here? the window. We just opened the window. Ooh. Uh-oh. <laughs> there we go. Oh. Well, kind of. Well, what Maybe. Happened? Oh, man. My, my, sorry, my layers got all messed up. There we go. All right. right. No, wait, wait, wait. I have a <laughs> random, what is that random bar right here? What is going on? Technology. Technology. Oh, okay. I see what's going on. Yeah. Oops. Hey. All right. Between the links, Dean. All right. What else we got? Um. But hopefully, hopefully, the answer to Arnold Allen's question is very soon. 
like Arnold versus whoever very soon. Not another two, you know, not another 14 months. Yeah. Lots of John questions here. Yeah. I, well, he, I, he jumps I, I heard, in first. He jumps in first, man. Yeah. I, I heard from some folks saying like, come on, let's 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 space it out a little bit. But uh, Daniel Rodriguez looked great. He sure did. What is next for him? Do you think he's ready to challenge top 15 competition? Personally, I'm down for Rodriguez to face Carlos Condit or Robbie Lawler next. Ooh. What do you think about that idea, Jose Youngs? Ooh, I hadn't even thought about a Robbie Lawler fight. I don't hate it considering Mike Perry was booked to fight Robbie Lawler at one point and then Rodriguez just beat him. I wouldn't hate him against Tim Means either. That would be a scrap too. Those are like, like, that's true. Yeah, he'd be, yeah that, that was Rodriguez's big kind of coming out party. <laughs> You're right. Yep. Uh, Jeff Neal wouldn't be a bad fight either. Neil on Neal's happening. Neal's booked up too. Neil on Neal. I don't know then. Like, I like the Lawler fight. F it. Make it happen. That's a good one. What's Nico Price doing? That might be the answer right there, my yeah. friend. Why don't we um, do a big style, a big clash of styles? Danny Rodriguez versus um, Sean Brady. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, Brady. Lose, Brady's ranked. Loser, he wants to be loser play. picks. I don't know. The, lo- loser gets the tattoo of the other's choice. Yeah. <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> I mean, but like, but like Robbie Lawler, Carl. I, mean, oh, I don't know where Carl. It's, I thought Carlos is booked. Isn't no, Char- no. Okay, you know what? But, but both both those fights mentioned. Um, I don't know if Condit or Lauder takes those takes those fights, just because maybe I don't know. Um, did Rodriguez? Okay, let's talk about that fight. Did Rodriguez look good or did Mike Perry yeah. look bad? I think because okay. I think Dan. What really impressed me with Rodriguez is his jab was on point the whole time. Like he's kind of messed up his nose with his jab, and when when Perry would get like wobbled Rodriguez would not just unload like he just kept the pressure but it wasn't like I'm gonna blow my gas tank trying to finish this guy like he was very patient in there so uh, I don't think he looked bad he looked good but he showed me a lot that he answered questions that I had if that makes sense I don't think it was like a star making performance but he definitely answered questions what's Miguel Baeza doing does he have a fight that'd be fun I don't think they make that fight. that's fun fight too I don't think they make that (laughs) What do we think of Mike Perry, though? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He needs. Looks like, is that was that two in a row? The only one he's beat is his last one over Mickey like, Gall. Yeah, I you know it's it's. I looked at the streak earlier. It was not. Uh, it was not good. That's rough. I had a I had a friend over here um, watching um, the fights with me, and. Um, she, she, she plays this. She doesn't really pay. She doesn't really follow the sport, but she pays attention. And she says every time the commentators start mentioning how tough someone is, she knows that person's absolutely getting their butt kicked. Yeah. <laughs> and so by the first round, they were talking about how t- that's all dumb. Uh, the, the 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 commenters were talking about how tough Mike Perry is. It's like, ooh, you are getting your butt kicked because we're not talking about how tough Danny Rodriguez is. <laughs> What's uh, so Mike Perry has won three out of Mike Perry's won three out of his last ten fights. Oh, but, but it, it's not even that. He just looked, I just looked flat tonight. Like the whole, even when Mike Perry loses, is still exciting. Tonight was one of those weird fights where even in his, yeah. even in a loss, it was just like, okay, that was just weird. I just saw a guy get beat up for fifteen minutes, kind of, and then yeah, 
And then like, yeah, think he, he fights again. Do you think he's? Do you think we see him again? <sighs> At least one more. At least one more. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess. Because I the lat, he looked really bad before, and he had stuff going on in his life that was probably enough to lose your job. And Dana White still kept him around. Yeah, I mean, the Means fight wasn't bad. The Neil fight was. I mean, the Luke fight was phenomenal. And yes, he, he just when you have fights like that, sometimes you come back better. Sometimes you're never the same. And I think that Luke fight might have, you know, that's kinda a good, taken that, a little bit away from him. That's good observation. Um, yeah, these these you no know, these one sided <laughs> these wars, but they're really just one sided, just beatings on Mike Perry's face. I mean, mm-hmm. he's still he's still he's still a human being. He's still a person. So his body, it, it, it's it's I'm, I, I I hate throwing washed or shot out there because I don't know it's, it feels just kind of mean to say that. But um, I, I I feel like the best best Mike Perry that we saw in the UFC that's long gone and now we just a bit of a shell now. What's Mike Perry's best win? Felder, I think. Well, Mike Felder, I know Felder. I think that was his most prominent win. I know it probably. Yeah. Cowboy Oliveira That was a good fight I think it might have like been that, that one Because he he took that one like He filled in like super quick for that one didn't he Didn't he take that fight, fight in like a week's notice The Cowboy Oliveira fight I don't know Wasn't that that one he stepped in on short notice I don't remember I don't think so take, No I don't think so Because that was, on the, that was on the Florida card right yeah, he was, he was supposed to fight uh, Li Jing Lang, and then Perry stepped in instead. Okay, okay. Yeah, I knew oh, he stepped right. in. Yeah, I knew he stepped in short notice. We because I remember reacting to that fight and being like, right, "Wow!" Right, right, right. So maybe that one. Like maybe yeah. Win. Yeah, the Felder fight. Felder like shattered his arm in the first round. So he basically fought Mike Perry with one one hand, and it was super competitive too, from yeah. what I remember. Yeah, and uh, that's just because who was Felder supposed to fight on that card? I thought Felder was filling in for someone because he, he no, came Mike, with one seventy. No, they both. I think they both lost their opponents, and they were like, "F it, let's fight each other." Oh, one of those. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. I feel like it was supposed to be it was supposed to be Yancey Medeiros and Mike Perry. Split with Luke A might have yeah. been his best achievement in the UFC. That fight was so ridiculous. That was a what a fight. wild fight that was. That was nuts. I feel like I don't know how to like I feel like Mike Perry is trying to be like too technical in there. You know what I mean? Like I we're, we're missing the Mike Perry that like came into the UFC that just like his sole goal was to just like annihilate people like street fight style, go in there and just throw bombs. And I feel like we don't, that, that guy just, and I get it. Like as you, as you get older and as these is your battle tested and you have these, the, all these different fights and these wars, you lose some of that and you're trying to like kind of avoid getting those crazy scraps. So that was what Mike Perry was at his best. When he first came to the UFC, just, throwing hams at people talking about his story and just like Mike Perry just kind of reminds you of a guy. Like if you saw him on the street, like, I don't want to go near this guy. He's crazy. I feel like the guy who's seen the last three fights, is not really that guy anymore. 
I don't know. Maybe it's just the, the war with Luke just took that out of him, like we talked about earlier. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see what happens. I think you'll get one more fight. Um, at least, uh, yeah, who knows, though? Wafu. Okay. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. It'd be like another, let's get a wel- another welterweight over. Yeah, pretty much like that, yeah. Okay, I knew you were going to pull this question up at some point, Casey. <laughs> Did you see the best of the world Adelaide Bird give that beautiful 30-27 to 27 to, to Joe Selecki yeah. over Jim Miller? I didn't have a... I didn't have a big, as big a problem with that scorecard as a lot of other people did. Me neither. Me neither. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on your side, Mike. I, I, I gave it to Miller, but coming out of that round, I was like, that could go either way. So uh, Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. Selecki outstruck him. Yeah, and Selecki pulled guard, didn't he? Exactly. Exactly. Selecki pulled, pulled guard. So he's actually controlling the position. He's he's bringing Jim Miller into his guard. It wasn't Jim Miller taking him down and putting him putting Selecki in a place he didn't want to be. Selecki chose to be there on his back, and that is. And, and I think we get the idea just because we got. Just because you're in your bag doesn't mean you're losing the round. I think just by default we assume that, but it doesn't mean that. And actually, I kind of respect Miss Bird for giving it to Slecky because I thought Slecky was winning the round up till he pulled guard. And then once he pulled guard, it was kind of a stalemate. And no, no real submissions were thrown, no real significant damage from either guy was done. So I would have given the round to Slecky, to be honest. Uh, now that I kind of rethink it. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, it wasn't a crazy score. I was surprised people were kind of all worked up about it. You that wasn't that? even close to being the worst scorecard of the night. Not even close. Oh, there were some it? bad scorecards. There were some splits that, like, should not have been splits. I saw a 10,000 Trying to go back and remember. Week, so remind me. <laughs> the, the, the McDessie one was one of them. I had, I had a 30-27 for McDessie. Yeah, I remember two. How 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 um, the other guy got two rounds is kind of crazy, but it was all competitive. Thirty twenty seven wasn't a blowout rounds, but yeah, yeah. There, but, that that one for sure. Stuck oh, out. it's about George. I know. I know we talking about. I think we had. A, I got a question on this later. Yeah, I got to find it. Here we are. Oh yeah, this is this is this is another one. Jordan Griffin lost to Luis Altada to be one. Was Adelaide Bird a judge? Was she the judge for that fight? I don't know if she's. I can look real quick. I don't know if she was the judge. Um, I, 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 had, I had it for Griffin, but I didn't watch it super close. So you know, uh, where are we at? Oh, Ali Ali Bird was a judge on that fight, and she did give it to Saldana. Yeah. Who gave uh, yeah all three judges? Not a Rob. I thought Gr- I thought I thought Gr- I did if Gr- if they said it for Griffin. I think I scored it for Saladana, but was like if Griffin wins, like I have no problem with it. It was it was a close fight. Um, uh, MMA decisions: the only two journalists to give it to to, to give it to Saladana are Sean Sheenan and Matthew Wells. Both enemies of this brand, they're both friends. I can, I can tell you, I can tell you from going through doing Twitter reactions to the site that the vast majority of fellow fighters thought Griffin won. Okay, I, I thought yeah. Griffin won too. I think but Griffin thought no, he won like, too. <laughs> there was no this big like, oh, that's outrageous. They were like, well, I guess like, good thing I'm not a judge type. <laughs> stuff, you know? Hate to be a judge. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Jared, Jared Gordon. Yeah. Guess I'm, a, guess I'm a shitty judge because I thought Jordan won that fight. <laughs> All 
right. Okay. Here, here, it's good here, scrap, though. Here's here's the one thing that will that will be remembered in the future. The history books will remember about this card. <laughs> it's the de- debut. Where yes, I, I gotta tell you, like after looking at the photos and like us talking about it on different shows, but actually like seeing them in the octagon tonight, I dug them. I thought they looked pretty damn good. I liked the different look, the different design. Like it wasn't like exactly like Reebok. It had like some different flair to them. I liked them. And I don't know who gave uh, Julia Marquez his shorts, but geez Louise, dude. Like those things are like, those are super short. <laughs> we're, we're, I mean, we're like, we're, we're borderline like '80s pro wrestling here. We're getting getting to that level. But yeah, I thought they looked pretty cool. My big issue, okay, okay, I'm not even gonna go into how this is just fight uniforms and fight sports is just stupid. But we got uniforms, so I'm just gonna go with that. Um, I th- yeah, the the fangs are cool, but man, we're, are we gonna have fangs for the next what five years, six years? Is every shorts gonna just everything's just fangs? And I think on some fighters they work, but guys like Jim Miller, it's like come on, Jim Miller should be wearing like cargo shorts or something. I don't know. That just, uh, just those those like stylish you know fangs and stuff just look weird on Jim Miller. I just didn't get it. You know, I just I just wish they had more more variations. I get you no know, oh it's clean stuff, but yeah, I don't know, but change it up, you know, just have some different versions of it. Just everything is that. That's all. Everything is you no know, fangs. <laughs> Venom. Venom. But yeah. Oh, but I will say this, um for the 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 t- I would need well, I I would need a female fighter, but it appeared for the female fighters that the venom outfits did look much better they they fit better and um they were like you watch in, in the previous uh reebok outfit like all the women are always you know kind of readjusting their sports bras and stuff and it seemed it seemed like in this fight um they seemed fine so uh good jose on between the links thursday you gave a very passionate speech about the, fe- the <laughs> venom beautiful. gear and you said i could care less i don't care Pay the fighters more money. I don't care. Now that you see them, you probably still don't care, but do you like them better than Reebok? Did, did they stick out to you at all? They were they wore shorts. They didn't fall <laughs> off. They were functional. That's the most important thing. Like I they were. I, I wish they were. they were more functional. And yeah. like I think that was like I said that when they first announced it. Like Venom has been making fight kits and gear for a long time like they had a they had one of the cases you remember the old fan expos they had one of the biggest booths there like they were selling gear yeah. like they they were like they were like jose aldo and shogun and all those brazilians would wear them so when they announced this i'm like oh at least it's like nike and under armor are big names but venom has actually been making gear that is functional for an mma fight for a long time so that is a big positive act so they know what they're doing uh in terms of the design, I fully—I ex- didn't really again don't care, um, but I fully expect <laughs> things to change. Like we saw, the Reebok was the same thing for about a year, and then there were slight, slight variations moving forward. Like they added subtle designs. It wasn't anything groundbreaking or right to write home about, but it is what it is. Again, I don't. I, whatever, just give the fighters more money. That's the—that's all I—that's all I would honestly care about. But. Uh, 
They looked better than the Reeboks debut. I'll say that. So yes, like when sure. Reebok came out, so Reebok's first fight card and uh, Venom's first fight card, Reebok blew them out of the water. But I don't really, I'm not, I'm not buying any of them. So it doesn't bother me. Casey, you should start tweeting about the Venom gear like all throughout the next card. <laughs> Might actually get on the broadcast. I will. <laughs> all the Venom, all the Venom tweets got on the broadcast. <laughs> All, all, the, all the positive made ones. It. All the positive ones. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh man, we got that question. Oh yeah, sorry. Right? I already answered that one. Sorry about that. Oops. Uh, two, 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 two. Oh, here we go. Ooh, this is an interesting question. Who had the best fight card this week? One Bellator or the UFC? Storyline wise, it's one, right? I'm not saying better, but like what we're talking about, like days later, it's one, right? Like it has to be flowing into, yeah. Storyline wise, definitely one, even though that was probably the most disastrous event in terms of, (laughs) you know, marketing, but story wise, yeah, which is very weird to say. A a disaster event, their disastrous event turned out to be the best event, storyline wise. Um, yeah, I thought um, all th- all th- all three cards had a lot of potential, and none of the three cards hit that potential. So, uh, nine nine round for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I give one nine and a half, yeah. nine and a half, nine nine. I don't know. I'll go with that. I Bellator was, was fine. Like, it was fine. It was fine. It's just too, just too many decisions. It's just decision after decision. Even though they weren't bad fights, it was just another decision, another decision, and. Uh, what? I didn't get Forge chance. Kennedy to... was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought the two featherweight, the, t- the two featherweight fights we were really excited for coming this weekend. I thought both those fights, um, while they didn't like you know go fight of the year type fights, they both uh, met my expectations as far as just two top level featherweights punching each other, and um, yeah, and I thought Allen and Borch, Borch both um, proved to be the better fighters those nights, and um, it, yeah, I thought yeah both of them. They will. <laughs> I'll say, in terms of social numbers, because I like I'm running the Instagram and Twitters and everything. Uh, one had by far generated the most um, engagement in terms of conversation. It's like the most comments and replies, and you know, like actual fan interaction and like contributing to the conversation. Kat Zingano's win did the by the biggest oh. between in terms of likes, hmm. uh, in terms of one. UFC and Bellator, but so she had about like I'll say like twelve thousand combined likes and across all the media for like the, her w- announcing her win. But Mackenzie Dern has almost hit the same number in the in like the three hours since she's won. So she should by the end of the day, Mackenzie should be the most uh, engaged winner of the three cards. But in terms of all three cards, in terms of fan interaction, it is one and then. UFC and Bellator are like way underneath them. Wow. <laughs> no, but no. it's just because there was so much talking points coming out of one. Yeah, like yeah. That's why. Oh, for sure. And it's also a lot of like I posted um, like a, I kind of threw together like a couple graphics on uh, Twitter reacts for Eddie's and uh, Demetrius's losses. And like, for example, uh, Kat Zingano, like Ryan Bader's win had 90 comments total 
on Instagram. Demetrius Johnson's loss had 1,400 <laughs> comments on it. So, like, that tells you. And, like, Eddie Alvarez had almost 800. <laughs> and then PFL had 20 comments on Rory McDonald and Curtis Millinder being announced. So Aww. that tells you where that's sitting right there. Yeah. Uh, and then Marvin Torrey had, has almost 200 comments right now, but it's all, like, Darren Till would have won. <laughs> that's all the comments. That's literally all of them. <laughs> I love MMA fans. They're just the yeah, best. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> just the best. <laughs> In terms so of views, too, like Eddie Alvarez uh, reacting to the loss almost has 60,000 views on just Instagram. And like that blew everything else out of the water. And like even McKenzie's like interviews with you did well uh, for a fight night, but they weren't even close to the reaction that one championship had. Yeah. So one, one, did one, 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 one win, one, one win, one, one. People are going to, people are now going to tune in. Also, it's there. I would say they're the big winner because they made their debut on a major network in the United States. I think that's like a yeah. huge win for the promotion, business-wise. Sure, the ratings weren't that great, but who cares? Nope. You that's gotta start fun. somewhere. They gotta, they yeah. gotta put it. They gotta put it in front of AEW. They gotta put it before. I know it's hard being in Asia. It's hard to time it. They gotta put it before AEW. They've been talking about having a, a North American show for a while, right? Or I think it... they, they. I had been hearing they were gonna open like an LA office for a long time. Hmm. But then I assume the pandemic kind of threw a wrench in a lot of things. Because remember we interviewed, uh, what's his name, the president of KSW in mm-hmm. Las Vegas, Casey. And yeah. he had, I don't know if you've seen this video yet, Mike. I don't think you had joined the site. But he had been talking with Bellator to put a co-promoted event in Chicago. And they wanted like yeah, Phil DeFries and, they wanted Phil DeFries and Ryan Bader to fight. And I was like, oh, my God, give me that fight. Because Chicago has such a huge, has such a big Polish population in the in the United States, and that's what they wanted to test. But he goes, of course, the only difference is money and which champions fight which champions, and it obviously didn't happen. Yeah, Martin Lewandowski, that's his name. Yep. All right. And nice. I asked him oh. if you watched it. I asked him about Gamera. I'm like, where's Gamera? Why is he not fighting? Oh, I remember now. Okay, yeah. Because remember, you, kept, <laughs> you were talking about a fight I never heard of. I mean, I assumed. I mean, I, I didn't hear about yeah. the case. Now, okay. Ah, now everything's coming back. Now, got it. I was like, where is he? Why yeah, is he not on my television? <laughs> dude, I've been hearing his name Gamera for so long from you, and like, and so, He's and then I saw his first fight, and it was a good fight. But yeah, he showed up tonight. Um, against yeah. uh, against a very uh, good 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 competitor. Of, uh, um, I was surprised hot sauce. after the uh, preview show when I kind of said that there are a lot of people thought Gamrot beat Guram, but I didn't think it was a robbery, and a lot of people agreed. I didn't think there were that many people that thought Gamrot had won that fight. I I, I don't. It was fight too close to you. It was so close. And, well, Guram yeah. just kicked him to hell for like because like Guram walked in limping from all the kicks he threw. Yeah. And then he wanted to fight Islam on five days, and I was like, this guy. <laughs> that guy, he sh- they should have given him the Hamza treatment. Yeah. I mean, you come out and say, yeah, 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 I lost. I didn't even win. Matushi should have won. I'll fight Islam next week. <laughs> yeah, let's throw you right in there. That's true. That'd be we need to see him again, though. I'm excited to see him back whenever that happens. I know he was injured, so. Mm-hmm. He just pulled out you of got anything, fight, right? Yeah, I forget against oh, who was a good one. Oh Mad. my god, it was a it, it was, was a match. It was a 
It was Matt. Yeah, that fight was a scrap, they're, and then they. Both, I think they, they rebooked. Right? Oh, I hope so. I think they're that trying to rebook cool. it for July. From what I hear, mm-hmm. I haven't confirmed both sides, but I think maybe I maybe someone already reported that. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Better arm bars than Ganu or Dern. Mm. It's got to be Dern. I'm going to go up Dern just of level competition. Yeah, that's sure. 100%. I, I, I go up Dern. And, and Dern's um, arm bar was technically very, very pretty too. Zingano's was great too. But, uh, Belly down arm bars scare the crap out of me. Um, yeah. Because like, they're so, they're so, they go on so tight. Um, but yeah, Dern, level competition that Dern, and just um, not, not want to say the ease that Dern did it with, but just, um, uh, just uh, precision. I don't know, just be technically perfect. Um, yeah, just great. Man, Dern, um, I remember watching her fight, uh, was it LFA or RFA at the time or whatever, she, Legacy maybe? And LFA, LFA, and I was just thinking, like, dude, she's not very good. I mean, yeah, she's a good jujitsu, but holy moly, her going, yeah, her working at um, with uh, uh, Perillo at Ruka down the Ruka gym down in Southern California. Man, she is she's much better, and she looks so her arms look so jacked. I mean, yeah, it's not even an issue of her making 115 anymore. That was like the big storyline. You can't know she's coming in at flyweight to fight straw weights, you know. She, if Dern continues this progression, she, I mean, it's, she is a contender. I, I can't, I, I can, it's just, it's too far a leap to say she's, oh, she's going to beat Rose Namunas or she's going to wipe, wipe the floor of Wei Li or Joanna or anything. But that's why I love the Dern Joanna fights. Like, all right, let's do it, man. We're ready. I'll do it. If they book it, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair to say that for, for, for the podcast listeners what, what, can you read it <laughs> I think even the podcast yeah, listeners they, know they, they what, can feel what it they can is. feel it <laughs> it is in regards to Julian Marquez's call out and it's if there's one thing if there's one thing we, we've learned about Julian Marquez is that you never know what's going to happen. Like, you never know Boom. what's going to come out of his mouth. That's what it is. And that's why I don't hate the call out because what did we talk about before, Casey? What do we like at a post? What do we like in post for the interviews, Casey? Just be yourself. Be yourself, man. 
Embrace your inner ninja. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Do a Power Rangers pose and then call off to play pickleball against the Chiefs. Now, everyone, <laughs> now guess what? Guess what happens the next time he has a post-fight press conference? We're all going to be like, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? And now his post-fight interviews are must-watch television. Love it. Keep making it weird. Never be – don't F – F the people that say that was a wasted call out. Forget that, man. Now, if what if he goes and plays pickleball against Patrick Mahomes? Is, is is anyone in the UFC not in Conor McGregor a bigger deal than the United States than Patrick Mahomes? No. Patrick Mahomes is an NFL super NFL MVP Super Bowl champion. And Julian Marquez, a middling middleweight, Michael played pickleball with him? Come on. Like I'll, I'll just say this. Job. Good job, Julian Marquez. I love it. Yeah, I, I can name I can only name one football player and it's actually Patrick Mahomes. I can't boom. Maybe Tom Brady. I can name like two players. That's all I can name. There but I know go. Patrick Mahomes you, is. There you go. Good job, Julian Marquez. Don't everyone that said hey, we're the way to call out. Don't listen to him. <laughs> and Fools. I didn't hate the call out because I shared a photo of me playing badminton after this. Because like, and like and it was my it was my it was my most liked tweet of the night. <laughs> a picture of me playing badminton. Cause I love Batman. Batman rules. Love it. What did? Yeah. What did? What was the biggest story in terms of not outside of title fights? What was the biggest post-fight interview of the last few months, Mike? That generated the most numbers. Marquez. Nope. Dominic Cruz. And who did he call out? Did he call out an actual fighter? Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> Hans. Nope. Hans. Hans Mollenkamp to the point where people on this site made me ask. About Hans Molenkamp two weeks after the fact. Good job, Julian Marquez. Keep doing your thing. See, see, yeah, anyone can call out a fighter. Yeah. That, that's easy. Come on, Mike. Can you just call out a random dude on the street and get people yeah. talking? <laughs> what if, like, now Now you can call out whoever he wants? He called up Miley Cyrus interacted with him. Patrick Mahomes interacted. All three responded to him on Twitter. Oh, oh Mahomes, All three. Mahomes responded? Mahomes is like, let's do it. Meet and Kelsey. Here. Kelsey what? was like, Kelsey was like, we can settle this up. And then uh, Tyree Kill was like, I'm Even in. Tyree Kill. All three. Comp, like, he tagged himself in. Marcus. Miley Cyrus responded to you, and three Super Bowl champions responded, responded to you. Do your thing, man. F the haters. Embrace your inner ninja and keep doing Power Rangers poses. That's very impressive. He's start start yeah. picking people off in every sport. What's next? Boom. Cringe sells. Hey Rory, Mac- hey Rory McElroy, let's play some frisbee golf or some disc Rory golf. McElroy, I will, I will go, I will beat you in Pictionary. Let's do it. Oh, I love Pictionary. <laughs> I am in. Oh, oh, Sean White, what do you have an Olympics to train for? Me, you, charades. <laughs> Four square. Let's go. I would F right these now. guys up Four in square. categories. Four square would be a banger. It was scat- yes. like, come on, man. Julian Mark, and we're talking about it. Yeah, we're talking about it. We're not talking about, we're not talking about him getting 50. And we're not talking about him winning extra 50K or getting a, a great knockout. He, we're talking he about his cringe. Out. He put a human being to sleep. And that's not even arm. important. Like, whatever. <laughs> Let's talk pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Julian Marquez, do your thing. Don't. That was not a waste to call out. <laughs> you know what? Fans are silly. You know what? You know what, Jose? What's I take up, back my sigh. I take my Ooh. sigh back. Yeah. Reverse sigh. There you go. Back in. <laughs> <laughs> back in. 
<laughs> That's funny. Yeah, dude. I, oh, I want Julie Marcus to be in like everything. Like just call everyone. <laughs> Get him on AEW. <laughs> Oh, that guy, man, he's dude. a personality. I'm gonna, I'm yes, gonna work on getting him. I'm yes. gonna work on getting him for what the heck sooner rather than later. Oh yeah. Uh, I just because it's an important question to ask. <laughs> I don't want to go back to John Dingian, Dingian, Dingnan again. But here we go. John D. John D. I don't know. I'm not even. All we know. I, yeah, I can't even answer that question because Kevin Holland could fight in three weeks. Who the hell knows? Okay, like, what if what if, if Uriah Hall gets hurt and they're like, "Hey, Chris Wyman, do you want to fight Kevin Holland?" He's like, "Okay." Uh, under the assumption it's not another short notice fight, full camp, yeah. you know, in let's call it you know four and a half months from now, whatever. I mean, I mean, a lot of people. Oh, he's going to get out wrestled by one seventy years. It's like, well, yeah, but he's going to out wrestle by eighty fivers who aren't known to be wrestlers, you know. So um, I hope it's a Walter Way. Um, I really want to see his full potential in there. Um, and if he can cut, I mean, he, he weighed in. He weighed in again under what one eighty three or something again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's what, in what Marvin looked probably a solid two hundred in there. That's you know at least. Um, yeah, I want to see Holland as full. I, I, I've seen enough of this, you know, Walter White Holland fighting middleweights. You know, I think we've kind of done that and um and that's just a short notice fight man yeah i'd like i'd like to see it too i mean Hamza, some fun scraps at Hamza, 70 yeah yeah that's, uh, that's the or fight, you do man. that that's the fight or you do holland but you could still do holland perry and it would be all right yeah Ooh. either one i'm in for either of those i just want i think yeah. the hamza fight would be the most interesting because Mike Perry's what, like, as you said, he's, he's lost a bunch. And Hamzat and Holland have that very, I don't know how true that story is, but it's like a dangerous ground to walk. So, like, just, there's some racial connotations in there. So they could break some brick in there, and Kevin Holland will sell that fight. You heard, you guys were, you guys know the story I'm talking about, right? He called, uh, Hamzat the, called the lobby thing. Yeah. He called Kevin the help. Yeah, and told him to get, him, told him to like get him a coffee or something like that, and I was like, oh no! But like that was Kevin's point. I don't know if if it was like lost in translation or something, but it was not great. Has Hamza didn't sound great? Has has he updated anyone on his health recently? He's been calling people out and he's saying June, July, but the UFC hasn't said anything. Yeah, I don't believe that. So it's yeah. not up to the it's not up to Hamza right now. Yeah. All right, a couple more. Yeah, he was quick. calling out Neil Mag. He was calling out Magni a bunch. Yeah, and Magni seemed in, but Neil, but yeah, now it's Neil on Neil because Neil Magni said he's, he wants to fight, but he's not going to put his fight career on hold waiting. Yeah, is that, which is fair, more than fair. How much of that hype train is still here? I mean, it's, it's it will it will be back when he comes back, for sure. Think I, so? I agree. Yeah, okay. because we're talking about him now, <laughs> and he doesn't have a fight. Yeah, but we're talking about if, uh, facing a guy coming. Uh, whatever. Yeah, that'd be interesting. It hasn't even been a year since he made his UFC debut, which is even crazier to think about. What the hell? All right. A couple more questions before we call it. Ooh. Mr. Heck? <laughs> I'm sorry. No problem. <laughs> Did you get it, the it like, notification too? No, I got the, do you want to talk to Julian Marquez 
this week. Oh, text. Okay. Oh, and yeah. There you go. Uh, how many more fights does Jack Shore and Joe Selecki need to get need to win to get a top 15 opponent in their respective divisions? I would say the it's road. Gonna be a, it's going to be a bit for Selecki because lightweight is deep. I think it's. Uh, yeah, Man. yeah. I mean, Dana, here's the thing. Dana White White basically said, because he did the, you know, if you don't know, now you know thing. And he he chose this fight. And they said, he basically said like. Selecki Miller? He picked Selecki Miller. Uh And he said, essentially, like, we think Joe Selecki's the real deal. If he can, we're we're throwing him in there with, with this Jim, with Jim Miller, just to see if he's ready for top 15 competition. So in Dana's eyes, this was kind of a fight to like maybe get him to that point. So. I don't know. I don't know. I would say they're probably in similar spots right now. Yeah. Considering like Bantam, the, the division is hard. Bantamweight is real hard right now too. Jack Shore yeah. definitely has a longer way to go, I feel. But Joe so Selecki. Oh, sorry. Here's oh. the here's the thing I think that that like in terms of what makes obviously watching fights and like how like wins and losses matter. I think what Jack Shore has going for him is he has the Cage Warrior Championship and he is a big deal in the UK. So he could get big fights with, for the UK audience, like when eventually the world opens up, and all of a sudden he could like like Arnold Allen has eight wins in a row. He has the longest win streak in the division, but he's not high ranked because he just hasn't had those big opportunities. And then we're about like Hamzat almost got to fight freaking the number three welterweight in the world just because he was popular right there. So I think Jack Shore might his his road might be shorter just in terms of he's popular, and the UFC might want to get the marketing machine behind him sooner if that makes sense yeah it's possible mean, it's possible but again you don't i mean you test you gave him a stiff test tonight yeah really close fight with hunter fun fight it's just it's not gonna yeah it's not gonna get any easier at 35 right now like like if you threw him in there with montel jackson next i mean that's just a ridiculous fight mm-hmm. that's jackson a crazy fight yeah and the cage warriors champs have not done great lately in the ufc and jack shore has proven that wrong he's like the only one yeah shores sure look good man the, the striking's getting much better are we not is beating beating jim miller not the same anymore is it just not mean very much uh no we we all decided do you remember we had this conversation on when neil magny lost uh who or not neil magny uh Derek Brunson, the Derek Brunson Holland fight. One of the questions was, is Derek Brunson the best gatekeeper in UFC history? And we all agreed it was Jim Miller. So, like, this Jim beating Jim Miller is what gets you, yeah, to that next level. So, I think it was it was a perfect perfect one. Oh, it was it was. Um, and you know, and come, I, I think coming into it, I thought my prediction. I, I was kind of with Dana. I thought Selecki and Miller was going to be a fight of the night. I thought it was going to be. I, I think I think even uh, Cruz was saying the same thing. He's like, "Oh, we kind of were hoping for this crazy grapple fest, and we we got grappling, just not the fest part." Um, but uh, yeah, um, I thought Joe Stilicky was going to win, and um, I didn't. I can't really take too much out of it, you know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, just another fight. Like maybe Joe Stilicky versus Vince Pichel. You know, two guys who just beat up Jim Miller. I don't know. Um, where's Vince Pichel? I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of fights for them. Um, Vince Michelle is making stupid United States jokes at British people on national television. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, let's take one, two more questions. Oops. Wrong one. Oh, great. So lucky Gillespie would be fun. 
on an unrelated MMA note, JD Martinez just tested positive for COVID. Oh no! Who? Ba- uh, the oh, Red Sox that- hitter. Oh, we talking talk, talk, the alert. IL. We talking real sports. Ah, oh, it's yeah. brutal. He's been raking too. And and Casey, I know you'll like this for I. And I'm basing that off of nothing. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez is buying the Timberwolves. <laughs> of uh, he is. Cool. <laughs> yeah, right? I have, I'm basing that on nothing. That's I'm like that. <laughs> random millionaire Hall of Famer buys random basketball team. Cool. It's like, I like going to, I like going to random sporting. Like, we went to a Nets Nuggets <laughs> game. Signed up. We went to a Nets Nuggets that. game, Mike, with Casey. It was like me, Casey, Esther, and a couple of our uh, media members. And Casey's like, I don't know any of these players. And it was obviously like Yochik and D'Angelo Russell and Jamal Murray were all playing. <laughs> He goes, I don't know who any of these people are. And he's like, whoever comes in next, whoever checks in next is my favorite basketball player for the rest of my life. And he's like, I'm like, that's dangerous. And naturally, Jared Dudley checked in. So Casey's the (laughs) – I'm just screaming, Dudley, Dudley. And immediately got two fouls in like three minutes. Uh, I'm pretty sure he – Boston College's own. He heard me rooting for him, though. He felt – I remember he was so bad. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was, like, so I, was like, I was looking at Esther. I was like, can can I play in the NBA? <laughs> it's like, it's like, am I good enough? Oh, that was a fun night. That was a, that was a Denver. I remember that. Oh man. Um, All right, I think I I I, I think we've uh, yeah we're good. I we're think good. we've accomplished what we need to accomplish here. Now we're gonna start going down a whole different topic. Yeah. In a whole different rabbit hole that I don't know if people are just are quite ready for. But listen, <laughs> that, made me, cry, that made me cry a little bit. Jose thinking about that. I remember now. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually a little teary. <laughs> get Casey. So if you're looking for something to give Casey when it's his birthday, get him a Jared Dudley jersey. Ooh, and you'll be oh, good to go. Man. Hey, more importantly, hold on. Before we sign off, more importantly, because we didn't do a preview show for it. Former Bellator fighter. Bobby Lashley defends his title today. And still or and new at WrestleMania. Who's he who's he facing? Drew, Drew McIntyre, McIntyre right? the Scottish psychopath. Wait, wait, who who's the champ? Which one? Bobby Lashley. Oh. Oh, and still. So, Drew, yeah. Champion. Yeah, Drew's winning. Drew's winning. No, you kidding like, me? Drew's winning. Bobby's got this. Bobby's got Drew, this. Drew McIntyre wins. Done deal. So. And new. Mania, Mania night one going down. Shane McMahon's in a steel cage match. You know he's flying off of something. Uh, that should be Shayna, ba- Shayna Baszler also will be doing the thing probably tomorrow, I think. So another That's former tomorrow. UFC fighter. Yeah, another former UFC fighter doing the damn thing. Uh, I'm yeah, probably going to watch it now. I, I wasn't going to watch night one, but I'm probably going to watch night one now. You don't want to watch Sasha and Bianca? It's going to be a scrap. Oh, and, of, oh, more. Is, t- more is Takeover tonight? No, it was yesterday. No, it's oh, I missed it. Jeez. More importantly, former A-side co-host Big E puts his Intercontinental Championship on the line against... And you know what country's been tearing up the MMA scene right now, Casey? That's right, Nigeria. Yeah. So who's he putting his title on the line against? Nigeria's Who? own Apollo Crews tomorrow. I think he's got this. He was on the A-side. That's tough, man. That's true. I love, I love the WWE because Apollo Crews is like just a normal jacked... Huge yeah, athletic he's, guy, and then he's like not three weeks Nigeria, later, he's the yeah. Nigerian as as I prince. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to know what the Nigerian drum match is. I'm very, very intrigued oh, by what that whole yeah. thing is. So everyone, I'm looking forward to it. A side up for Biggie. <laughs>
RKO out of nowhere. Yes. There we go. Oh, All right, man. we're getting out of here. Playing, out, Godspeed. playing the outro this music the again. <laughs> this is the real one. No more encores for Jose, for Casey. I am Mike Heck. AK and I back tomorrow for on to the next one, doing some matchmaking. Until then, we'll see you. Have a good night, everybody. Enjoy WrestleMania. That's your cup of tea. We'll see you. Enjoy your evenings, fight fans. And evening. Yes. Read a yes. book. Yes. Watch some wrestling. Wrestling. Want to get fucked like a monkey with. American Dream Dusty Roads. <laughs> You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to 1500 bucks if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Here's the truth about AI. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people.